You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Having a big game last week, and just in general, you guys being nine and three, does it have special significance to you just based on your longevity here and that you were here for the lean times, you know, three or four years ago? I want to get to the playoffs. I want to see what it feels like to be in that moment, you know. So whatever I can do to help this team get there, I'm all for it. You know, I want to. I want to go to the playoffs. I want to win games, and I want to see this team prevail, overcome the over 16. You know, like I've been here, and the hell with losing, man. You know that it, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. And to see the other side of losing, it, it's amazing, man. And it, it's a hell of a feeling having nine wins right now. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious Seven. My dogs by nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. (laughs) As we ready ourselves for the rumble against the Ravens, let us not forget that this is the final salvo where we will establish the player who will rightfully hold the Hollywood nickname. Fans residing in the greater Chesapeake region will suggest that the malcontent Marquise Brown is the true Hollywood. And if you mean Hollywood of Florida, you're absolutely right. But if you're talking about the Hollywood with the stars and the big sign, we here at the Straight No Chaser Studios believe that you could only be referring to every time I hit the end song, it's a, it's a red carpet celebration. Um, I get my suit and tie ready. I get my business, business attire on. I get my bag and we strut the red carpet and that's what we're gonna do every time. Yeah, we'll see if Rashard Higgins can get on that carpet on Monday night. So as a special treat as we wait out Sunday's slate of games, I reached out to a Colorado State podcaster who followed Higgins earlier in his career. His name is R. Berrios. He can be found at Berlin Berrios on Instagram. So good, sir. Great to have you in the Straight No Chaser studios. Welcome to Dogs by Nature Radio. Hey, how you doing today? I'm so glad to be with you guys and be able to contribute to your show. Man, it's great to hear from you. Excited to talk a little bit about Hollywood Higgins. Uh, but before we do, could you tell us a little bit about your sports history? I'm pretty sure that your Colorado connection makes you a Broncos fan, right? Uh, my main entry into the sports world was through trading cards. You know, I'd collect a lot of the, the teams that I like and the players that I like. I had a basis around certain teams, but it wasn't really until 1989 when I moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado, where I finally felt like I had home teams that I could follow. You know, I kind of just jumped onto the Broncos. <laughs> Try not to hold it against you. If Donovan Peoples-Jones has taught us anything this year, it's that redemption is possible for anyone. Now, word on the street is that Richard Higgins is in line for a new contract. You covered him at Colorado State. Is this a surprise to you? What was Richard like in college? You know, Richard was always a big personality at Colorado State. Everybody kind of knew where he was and when he was around. And You'd see him on campus and you'd see him talking with people. And he, he always seemed to be a good, fun-loving guy that, you know, just enjoyed talking sports with people. And, you know, you obviously heard about how he was involved in the community through the team and the coaches and everything always set up a really good system of keep making sure that the university and the city of Fort Collins and the community were always intertwined. And, you know, we always heard stories about him being involved in that. So I, I do think that he was a great ambassador for the school. 
you know, before that and even after leaving CSU, he's, he's definitely helped the community out a lot. So I, th I think he was a great asset to Colorado State University when he was here. And obviously he did a lot for our team while he was. So, Yeah, he's brought a lot of those same traits to Cleveland as well. He's an incredible Twitter follow at call me underscore wood. Additionally, he accepted a team friendly deal in order to remain in Cleveland this year at just under $1 million per year. The rumored extension couldn't happen to a better guy. Well, on the field at Colorado State, the numbers definitely spoke for themselves. Did he also pass the eye test at the time? I remember there's some good talent there at quarterback. Uh, but how good was Colorado State when he was there? Did he always seem to be destined for a spot in the NFL? Yeah, you know, I think it was fairly evident to us on campus from the get-go that he was going to be something special. And coming in in 2013, starting all 14 games as a true freshman and really showing out for us. Um, then going off in 2014 with career numbers where he led the nation in receiving yards and touchdowns. Um, he was a Blitnikoff Award finalist that year, consensus All-American. I think it was fairly obvious to most of us that he was going to be something big. He definitely had the benefit of playing with two of the most storied quarterbacks at Colorado State in Garrett Grayson and Nick Stevens later. Um, but he was in a long line of wide receivers that kind of came through CSU with wide receivers coach Alvis Whithead. You know, he signed so many guys in through there, like Michael Gallup, Ola B.C. Johnson, Preston Williams, Warren Jackson. You know, the list goes on. But I, I do believe when Richard was here, everybody knew when he was on the field. You always knew where the ball was going to. He definitely was the biggest guy out there and, you know, showed it up in some of the bigger games. There was a point in that season where they played Alabama. And we were obviously outmatched, but he was out there breaking ankles and making some of those defensive backs and from an SEC conference look like they were still in high school. So, you know, I think the career numbers for him at CSU speak for themselves that he was definitely there for a reason, and he's definitely in the NFL now for that reason. He's great talent, and I'm glad to see him working out there. Well, this Sunday, Hollywood Higgins and the Browns welcome the other Higgins, known as the malcontent Marquise Brown, to Cleveland. Do you think that two NFL players should be able to share the same nickname? <laughs> you know, I, I have seen both Hollywoods play. Um, you know, there was a joke around campus at the time that, uh, you know, Hollywood Higgins did give himself that name. And a lot of the fans and a lot of the coaches, you know, had the belief that, you know, if you want that name, you can call yourself whatever you want, but you got to come out and show us that you're worthy of that. And I believe that he did. Having seen both of them play and both of their talent, I, I believe they're both on the level for a reason. Now, Marquise Brown, he seems to be given a little more starting opportunity, um, but we all know real Hollywood when given its opportunities can go out there and, and really fall out. I mean, it's it's been seen since Odell has been out and he's been getting more starting time and more reps that he's fully capable of being a number two receiver, more so than even a three receiver. But when given the opportunity, obviously being a homer and being a CSU fan, we've always felt like he should have been a number one receiver. Um, but yeah, he's definitely fitting in there. And I know when there was a possibility of him being available at the time, I, there were a lot of people that were really interested in the Broncos possibly going after them because we did need a number two wide receiver behind Cortland Sutton. Now, obviously, with the draft and the way that everything rolled out, the Broncos had a different plan, but I do think that he would have been a great addition to the team. And 
Yeah, I think the Browns are lucky to have him, and I think re-signing him would only go to benefit the team further. Our guest on the program today is Arberios. He can be found at Berlin Berrios on Instagram. So, before you get off today, I wanted to get your outside perspective of this organization. How would you rate the top 10 teams in the NFL, and does Cleveland belong there? You know, from an outside perspective, I definitely feel like the Browns are looking pretty good. You know, with no offense, obviously, to any of the Browns nation out there, but, you know, we've seen a long history from the outside of plenty of poor teams coming out of there and a revolving door at quarterback. So it, it seems that they, they have their starter now. They have a team put together around him. They got grade-A talent at wide receiver and a pretty formidable running game. I think if they can solidify that defense and, you know, pick it up on both ends, it looks like it could be a contender, not just now, but maybe for years to come in the future. So I, I do believe that the, the Browns are, are, are looking to be more of an impactful team in the NFL for years to come. And I think this year is just the, the beginning of the stepping stone to that. <laughs> Bro, no offense taken. The revolving door at quarterback was definitely a hard thing for Browns fans to watch. I wondered if you had any final thoughts for us as well, particularly on Drew Locke or on the Broncos GM. You know, as for the state of the Broncos right now, it's it's kind of what I expected from this season. You know, a lot of the fans, I think, had high hopes, and, you know, everybody's quick to jump on people when they're not performing, but I do think this was a building year. You know, you're coming in the second year with or with Coach Fangio, and first year is Drew Locke as your starter. You know, I, I do like Drew Locke. I do think he has all the talent in the world. It, it seems to me that he's somewhat of a, a Jay Cutler-type player, just a little bit smarter. You know, Jay Cutler had all the talent. He could throw every throw out there, but he kind of had that mentality that he was meant to be there and that his arm was always going to get him out of trouble. And he sometimes didn't seem to put in quite as much of the work as he should, but it seems like Drew Locke is putting in the effort and he has that talent to boot, so we're pretty excited about the future. You know, as for the the upper management, you know, everybody's an L.A. fan here in Colorado. So we do like that side of it. You know, a lot of people are a little bit against Joe Ellis and, uh, people are, you know, a little upset that we didn't get Kyle Shanahan at the time that we should have. You know, instead we hired Vance Joseph, and I, I think there was, you know, a little bit of uh, bad blood there between Joe Ellis and Mike Shanahan that was still lingering, kind of soured that deal a little bit. So I think we're still a little hurt that we missed out on that opportunity. But, you know, we'll see where they go with Fangio and maybe we'll have to change some stuff in the future. But I think we're, we're pretty excited about what Drew can bring to the team. Our guest can be found at Berlin Berrios on Instagram. Appreciate him taking his time to join us in support of Hollywood Higgins. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to make Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I'm your host, Thelonious7, on Dogs by Nature. Take care and go Browns.